0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. My name is Chris Badgett. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about three business models for people who make online courses in the language learning niche. Language learning is a massive industry. I don't know the statistics, but there is a lot of language learning happening all over the world. People learning their own language, people learning other languages, and for a variety of different reasons. So today I wanted to talk about the online course opportunity. If you are a language learning professional or you're bilingual, trilingual, and/or you're just looking to build some kind of product or course uh, in the language learning niche. So I want to go over three possible business models you could use uh, to create a potentially hugely successful online course in the language learning niche. So the first one I'm going to talk about is what's known as a niche MOOC. So what am I talking about here? What is a MOOC? Well, MOOC is M-O-O-C, and it stands for Massive Open Online Course. That's what a MOOC is. So essentially what that means is if you have a MOOC, you create a course it's available. There's no limit. It's available around the world. It could have, you know, five students in it. It could have 500,000 students in it. So that's the massive part and it's open. Anybody who finds it, signs up for it, pays for it, can take the course. Now, I recommend doing a niche MOOC. So what I'm talking about here is uh, developing some kind of unique uh online course in a language learning niche that's very niche. Uh, An example would be uh, like a business English course. You could create a a course designed to help people who are learning English, it's not their first language, uh, become capable and adept in uh, business. So it's very different from just learning English and learning how to talk to people on the street and order food in the restaurant. A business English course would be more focused on the types of terminology and the words that come up in in business settings, and meetings, and business transactions, and banking, counting, all those kinds of things. Um, and of course, you could have very beginner, basic business English, and you could have highly advanced business English. You could also have business Japanese, where people who, let's say, executives from the U.S. are going over to Japan, and they want to um, You know, put on a good impression and uh, try really hard to communicate in uh, the native language where they are. In Japanese, in my example, so it's not just all about learning English. It could be about learning anything. Um, Another uh, example of a a niche MOOC that you could do would be a traveler's survival guide. So let's say you're you're some you want to go after the younger work from anywhere. digital nomad location, independent traveler, and you want to give them that are going to Thailand and droves and you want to give them a a Thai uh, language crash course, tourist traveler location, independent digital nomad survival guide course. That's a very specific niche um, that you could do. You could also do that for, you know, people traveling to Spain or Brazil or, um, uh, just any any country, Russia, you can create uh, these, these niche online courses that are designed to teach people exactly what they need. And just like our business example, like, well, which type of traveler are you catering to? Because I would not recommend like a general uh, language learning guide uh, to Nepal in Nepali. I, I would not necessarily recommend that. I would go after People who are going to Nepal to climb mountains, so they're mountaineering people uh, or trekkers, and they're going to be in the backcountry. They're going to be with um, Sherpas or passing through the villages and stuff. They're going to need to know certain words, you know, about mountains and trails and paths and routes and rocks and weather. These are the kind of words that are important. So I'm just encourage you to think in terms of niches. Don't necessarily make an online course about learning Nepali, make it about, okay, here's a crash course for mountain climbers traveling to Nepal who want to speak Nepali when they go there. Uh, And just to give you a third example is you can think in terms of economics if you're trying to find a niche. And what I mean by that is, let's say in developing parts of the world, um, people can get better paying or better conditioned jobs Uh, if they speak English well in the hospitality niche. Um, So maybe you want to develop a a niche course designed to help people get better employment by learning English as it pertains to hospitality. Now you can see that's a very specific niche, a very certain type of language learning um, that could be used in any country. You know, so you can focus on the country or you can focus on the type of uh, like resort job seekers. You know, you can focus on the, a niche like the type of, of, of um, uh, the area of conversation, whether it's business, tourism or hospitality. Um, the other the other thing you can do with uh, online language learning courses is what I call a blended model. So this is where people who are already, let's say they have a degree in ESL or teaching English as a second language. They go to places like Korea. Um, They teach English to Koreans. Uh, But they want to, they're trying to figure out how to make more money, make things more profitable. So what you can do is you can blend that in-person learning uh, with online training so that, um, let's say you need less in-person time because a lot of your uh, online, your video courses are really where the content's happening. You don't necessarily have to be in that private tutoring session or in that classroom to deliver the educational content. Though you do get together and um, in person and you review the material, you talk about it, you reinforce it, you figure out where people are stuck, and you continue there. And then the, the third model I want to tell you about today is what's called the flipped classroom. So I'm gonna do an all virtual flip classroom example for you. So, okay, there's no physical tutoring session one-on-one or classroom where people go and sit inside the same room, but most of the learning is gonna be passive. So the online course, whether it be videos, worksheets, exercises, and so on, audios, a lot of that happens in the online course. But then let's say once a week or once a month or a small portion of the day, um, you get together with the teacher either in a group or one-on-one scenario uh, via technology like Skype or Zoom uh, virtually, and you have a virtual or Google Hangout, you you have a get-together, like I said, one-on-one or as a group. And in that case, the teacher acts more as a resource to support the students where they're stuck so the onus of learning is more on the learner, and not necessarily on the on the teacher to deliver. So it's a it, it's a very empowering thing. This concept of flipped classroom, where you give the student the control, and it's up to them and their determination, and their they get to set the pace. Especially if it's an asynchronous online course, but then you have that virtual hangout to clarify things to. Uh, help remove roadblocks and that sort of thing. So it's taking the power away from the teachers and giving it more to the to the students and let them kind of be the leader of their own learning journey. So just in summary, we talked about three business models that are ways to approach creating uh, online courses around language learning. We talked about the niche MOOC. We gave an example of business English, a traveler survival guide in a new language and then uh, a course or platform of courses for people who are trying to get uh, better or desirable jobs in the hospitality uh, industry serving uh, English speakers. Uh, The second model we looked at was a blended approach where you take your in-person class or tutoring time and you add in an online component, which frees up more of your time or allows you to be serve more people at once. And then we also talked about the flipped classroom approach in a virtual setting where a lot of the learning happens in a passive online course. And then on some kind of schedule or as part of the curriculum or whatever, uh, the the group or one-on-one uh, meetings happen to uh, reinforce the learning or provide an opportunity for feedback and that sort of thing. So if you are... Uh, Wanting to find out more about what this is all about and explore the uh, language learning opportunity with online courses. And you you may be a good teacher, but maybe you're not a technologist or website builder or learning management system person or online course person. I want to encourage you to check out uh, a service we offer where we help people like you who are interested in language learning. We deliver the technology piece. To create that online platform for you. So I'd encourage you to go to lifterlms.com slash language learning courses. And I've got more information and discussion around this sort of thing. And there's a way to contact me if you're interested in discussing that. So again, go to lifterlms.com slash language learning courses. And we can you know, I can show you more about that technology piece and tell you about if you are interested in having uh, someone else do the technology piece, just so that you have the platform that you can step into. Uh, go check that out. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of LMS Cast, and we'll catch you in the next one.